Leute, so mein Nerdcast. I'm Andy Hughes, I'm here with Alex Hudson. Hello, 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 hello. We're the lights now, we're the now, it's a podcast. That was the one I'd been saving. At first I thought you were just doing um, Elevation by you 2 again. Elevation? You mean, uh... Hello, hello, hello. Vertigo. Get Same. you too, right? <laughs> Same song, really, isn't it? But you thought I was just doing a downbeat, but yeah, like yeah. the funeral march version <laughs> of uh, Vertigo. Hello, hello. Hola. <laughs> okay. Uh, hello, welcome to the podcast. It's me. Well, you, last week you did a rundown of... Oh, oh, I thought you were going to talk about my shit intro. <laughs> last week I did a shit intro. Well, last week you did um, a rundown of your favourite horror film. Yeah, because we didn't have anything else to put out. <laughs> no, because um, uh, basically we, we'd had issues with the uploads yeah. and the reviews. So we, we re-uploaded the reviews with... Uh, I'd, I'd had a listener request for yeah, you'd be, somebody a bunch asked of horror you to films. Do... Because they wanted to watch better horror films. So I told them which ones to watch. Did so... they watch any? I, I don't know. Let's hope I haven't so. had any contact from them afterwards. <laughs> but no, it was, it was a really interesting list. We so. also have one fewer listener now, so maybe that might be the reason. Maybe they watched The Ring and the girl came out and killed him. No, because that would be this Wednesday they'd die. Oh God, they're going to die when they're this comes like, out. As they listen to this. That'd be weird. Spoiler alert, The Ring is about a girl who kills people seven days after. Um, not important. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, this week is back to well, this, sort of normal. Well, no, <laughs> this week we're just going to go full in on news because there's been a lot of because we didn't do any news last week as well. There's been a lot of news coming out. We thought, and especially a couple of things that we really want to talk about yes. a bit more in depth, um, which we'll we'll get to as we go on. Um, so we thought, let's just do a news-based episode. Yeah, sure. We are like the CNN of podcasting right now. This is the BBC News Twenty Four. There's so much filler. So much filler. Like, we're going to do the same story 12 times in an hour. <laughs> Not great. There's no other stories. No. Why would, we, why would we choose that one story to go in so much on? Well, when I was in Spain a couple of weeks ago, yes. um, one of the only English channels was Sky Sports News. Not Sky, Sky Sports, Sports News. News. Um, Sky, Sky News. News. And it was just after the first debate. Right. So all it was... All day, every time I turned it on, was something about that debate. A lot of the time, the same thing. That's all 24 hours. Like, rolling news is bullshit. It's the worst. Which is why this is only going to be like a half hour episode. Because then, but we're going to put it out well, lots the, of times. The, the joy of podcasts is you can then put them on repeat. So yeah. this could, if the listener wanted, this could become a 24 hour <laughs> rolling news If this so far, what, three minutes well, is hang exactly on. what you well, want. Well, no, let's think about this because I think. If you add up all of our news and reviews, yeah, uh, over time we will get to the, f- the point where we have twenty four hours of news and reviews. And podcasts, you could, okay, and you could play. So those you could in a row. you could then play those consecutively in a row, right? And then you could get like you could get the whole year's reviews and also all of the news, yeah, and also one weird episode where I talk about my good horror films. <laughs> I like, and then like that would be a. Well, you think is one of our news and reviews episode was a whole episode, like a whole Sunday episode, so it was like an hour long. It's too much. So that kind of. Too much gets you, arguably. Gets you. I'd say. <laughs> What's that? I'd say. I'd say that's enough news and reviews for anyone, woman or child. 
<laughs> not, not to exclude any of our listenership. I know that children listen. Yeah? Yes. Which ones? Smaller ones. Okay. Just like guys who aren't as big as other guys, I guess. Okay. Like little dudes. Dudes. Like dudes and little dudettes. Little backward caps, skateboards. I, when is too young to be introduced to this podcast? Like, what would you say is a perfect age to be introduced to our podcast? 16, maybe. Okay, so my, my like, three-year-old nephew, no-go. No, because... No, Four-year-old? There may be my a, there may be an accident year old nephew. I, I call him a prick, and that's... Why would you I call d- my nephew a prick? He isn't. He's a legend. <laughs> Didn't he want to give your granddad a robot leg? Yeah, for good reason. <laughs> Why would he not? Like, he's just trying to help. Your, your nephew's already dabbling in cybernetics, and that's, yeah. that's worrying. He's going to do his own podcast <laughs> with science. At the age of one. He's like four, I think. Hang on, he's just started preschool. Or real school. Bertie, what have you just started? <laughs> Tweet at us, Bertie. I'm going to set him up a Twitter account. <laughs> But at Bertie tweets. This is self-indulgent, to uh, say the least. Should we just get into news? Yeah, should we just start this as proper now? Yeah, that's a, should, we could restart the old... No, no, no. no, no. no it, I, I'm not going to be able to commit to that Nirvana reference <laughs> fully if I, if I do it This is locked in. First piece of news. Go on, news hound. Unfortunately, oh, I'm gonna... This is going to be a busy one for you because you are a news hound. Unfortunately, I'm going to start sad. After all that preamble, Call I me. think. Fucking hell. All well, right. I thought it start sad. All right, let's start sad. Because unfortunately, Steve Dillon has passed away. Now, if you don't know who Steve Dillon is, he was the co-creator and artist of Preacher. Right. And he works a lot with Garth Ennis. Um, I think he did stuff on stuff like Crossed. Um, really, really talented artist. Um, like, wonderful. Um, his work really, really um, shines through. And it's such a shame because, to me, I I read Preacher and I really connected with that book. I thought it was an incredible book, and it's mm. such a shame that somebody who had such a hand in something that I really really enjoy has passed away. And you know, obviously, best wishes to his family and all that. Um, but yeah, it's, it was quite sad to read that when I I have not read the books, you've not... but I have heard nothing but good things about the artwork as well as the story yeah. and stuff like that. Like you know, and Garth Ennis is someone who I am well aware of. Yeah. So if if he's someone who's collaborated with him, uh, like obviously he's a name that has been has been linked to basically some of the best work out there. So absolutely, obviously an influential person, and obviously someone who's probably shaped a lot of people out there and yeah. has given them. And I think he's fond one of those um, newer artists should look at and and utilize that work. You know, right. take that on board because that's the way he. Um, Drew and stuff like that it's incredible Um, and yeah it's really sad so well you know now we've got to get into a weird position where we don't talk about sad things yeah so now it's going to be like okay well that was incredibly heartfelt and nice at the beginning however now we're going to do fucking impressions of people (laughs) I don't think we're going to do any impressions but I just wanted to make sure we mentioned it because you know for me especially he's and for a bunch of the listeners yeah I think anybody who's read and if you haven't read Preacher I've said this before go and just buy the first issue and you'll you'll be hooked it's incredible and where might I do this from Um, go Amazon 
Killing independent bookshops, are we now? Go go independent bookshops. That's not very much in the Dylan spirit. <laughs> uh, but no, honestly, go out and read. And obviously some of the other stuff that him and Garth Ennis did, like, he's done some wonderful stuff. So, uh, But I think Preacher's the one that really, really okay. got me. Um, but yeah, we'll move on from that, though. Okay. Um, you came with some news for me earlier, because I, I hadn't known this until you basically said it, because... We're I'm all on top of the fucking pop culture shit, man. We're recording this early, so if anything happens... Between Monday and Wednesday. Then um, it didn't happen. But today... Biggest news. Hit me. Hey, man. You like Deadpool? I do like Deadpool. Deadpool 2's going to be shit now, isn't it? <laughs> Tim Miller isn't directing it. Yeah, so what's what's happened here? Tim Miller has just left uh, Deadpool 2. So, uh, they've basically cited creative differences between him and Ryan Reynolds, uh, which is the odd thing about the situation, in that you'd think if there were going to be creative differences between him and the studio or them and the studio. Especially because Fox are known to meddle. Yeah, and that the driving forces behind this have been, you know, Ryan Reynolds has been the primary driving yeah. force, but Tim, uh, what's his name? Miller. Tim Miller, there we are. I was about to call him Tim Meadows, but that's the guy from SNL. Um, he's, you know, he's been on board for years now on this, hasn't he? You know, he's been yeah. on board for Deadpool for a couple of years before it happened. Up to the whole point where it was actually made. Yeah. yeah. He was and, there from the start. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, it seemed like a dead cert that the same team would be bringing you the next film. And especially when your first one that you've waited so long to was do. Was wildly successful and worked so well. Well, the rumour I heard, because I literally just looked at this up, but, um, is apparently it's to do with the casting of Cable. Right. Um, but there's two things they're saying. It's either the casting of Cable, because when Ryan Reynolds signed his contract, he basically said, I want influence over casting decisions. Yeah. Um, as well. And I think it's so he can go, I've got people that I know I can bounce off. Well. Yeah. Um, but the other one is saying that basically Tim Miller wanted to explore some of the weirder aspects of Deadpool and his place in the X-Men universe. Yeah. While Ryan Reynolds wanted to stick more of the formula that worked for the first. Yeah. So, well, well, that sounds like Tim Miller's then going, I'm more of a studio man now. Hmm. And I want to make decisions that Fox want me to make. Yeah. But that doesn't seem like in the spirit of the first one, necessarily. No. But I can understand why they would do it. But apparently he's bouncing, you know, Fox have put him on a new trilogy of films. Like, he's just been given that as essentially a breakup present. <laughs> so, you know, it's not all doom and gloom for him. And he's a good director, you know. It worked It worked well. I think Deadpool was one of the surprises for so far for me this year. Yeah. I never expected to like it anywhere near as much as I did. I never expected to like it full stop, but I'm, you know, I'm glad that I did. Uh, so it's it's sort of disappointing to hear it, but at the end of the day, if it, if it comes down to creative differences, then maybe Ryan Reynolds is the person to go with on this, but who do you, if you don't get the right director to come on board, it's, you've got a mess on your hands. I think it's going to be interesting to see how it works out now. Mm. Um, well, Steven Spielberg. It's going to be interesting to see how much of that first film yeah. was to do with Tim Miller. That is in his vision. Yeah. Um, you know, because it's, it's hard to tell when it was such a collaborative process, how much of that was brought in by Tim Miller. So, I think what you're going to find now is that they may get someone else in who isn't necessarily a name, but will just be a copycat, essentially. Yeah. And basically, sort of follow the same style that they went with for the first one. Well, I know James Gunn's already come out and said that obviously he's, he's disappointed that 
um, the director's not carried over. Yeah. And, you know, that's going to be the outcry, isn't it? It's going to be a case of, you know, if you've done something so well, why rock the boat? It just seems like a horrendous mistake. But if it's if it, between Ryan Reynolds and himself, then obviously then, you know, Ryan Reynolds has got the pull in that situation. Well, you said earlier, um, if you lose Tim Miller... You get a slightly worse Deadpool, or you get a worse Deadpool too. If you lose Ryan Reynolds, you don't get a Deadpool too. Yeah, and that's maybe what it com- comes down to. So I think Fox have got themselves into a situation now that they didn't really want to be in. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they recover. I don't know whether it'll be any good though. <laughs> well, there's one we'll, we'll keep an eye on. But it's slated for what? Next... January 2018. Yeah, that's not that's not a long away. They need to get their asses into gear and really work something out because I think this is this is the start signs of something crumbling. So you're really excited for? <coughs> yes, that <laughs> we haven't spoken about before. Okay, Fantastic Beasts and Where uh, to Find Them. Did we not mention this last time? No. Okay, fine. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Okay. I saw the trailer. It looks interesting. I'm sure that it'll be fun. Is it interesting enough to have five films? You can go fuck themselves, mate. I do not want to see five films in this franchise. It's inevitable. And to be fair, it's only been however many years since the end of Harry Potter? Four years? Yes. Yeah? Let's say that. I mean, four years. Of course they're going to reboot the cash machine. They've got to. Get some of that. Warner Brothers is only afloat due to two people. J.K. Rowling and Christopher Nolan. Those are the two people responsible for Warner Brothers still being in business. Because what happened was Zack Snyder came along and just kind of like drilled holes oh, in oh, the bottom. Oh, believe me. Zack Snyder's there like, oh, what would happen if I shot the bottom of this submarine? Uh, we would probably sink and die. Well, let's give it a go. Interesting. Well, I bought this machine gun that is liable to go off at any moment, and I don't know how to put the safety on. It's called Batman versus Superman. Okay, right. Well, just probably put that in the safe room that's padded with bulletproof glass and stuff. Mm, no, I'm going to leave it in this fragile area next to this pneumatic drill that will shake it up and the vibrations will cause the trigger to pull and pull and pull. Okay. Well, let's hope that nothing bad comes. Oh, wait, Superman versus Batman happened, and it was bad. <laughs> so, basically, you're saying Warner Brothers kept ah, flowing. Zack Snyder has so much to answer for. But, you <laughs> Okay, fine, but on Fantastic Beasts, five films. Of course they're going to do five films, because why wouldn't they do five films? Because this is clearly interesting enough to do five do films. Do you think off. there's enough off there? Off of a pamphlet of a book that was made for comic relief, for fuck's sake. This is fucking... This is baffling and that's not the only thing that's baffling right because you know that harry potter musical or plays just opened cursed child cursed child right you know they sell the fucking manuscript yeah the the play script right fucking bullshit is this no why (laughs) for money right for money i get that yes for money jk rowling right as much as I admire her for some of the stuff she says and doesn't, you know, she's built herself this this huge empire. Fine. Yeah. I don't begrudge her that. However, come on, man. Don't fucking piss around with it. Done. Seven books. I'm done with it. Oh, now I'll write detective novels. Fine. You do that. Oh, fine. Now I'm going to write as Robert Galbraith. Fine. Do that. I don't want to see any more Harry Potter. I don't want to hear any more Harry Potter. I certainly don't want to buy a fucking playtext... Of a film, like, 
I don't want to see this. <laughs> Why are you getting greedy, JK? I respect her as a person because I think she's done good work, right? As much as I'm not a huge fan of the, the series, I've got to respect the fact that she's built herself something and she came from nowhere and built herself everything from nothing, basically. Fine. Great. Success story, British Marble. Great. Fine. But why? Why is she now the greediest person on earth? She has got billions in the bank, right? And I get it. Oh, yeah, the publisher's probably going, oh, you should do another one of these. You should release the playtext as a book. Or maybe you should just leave it fucking be. I don't care how Harry Potter does in his day-to-day life as a minister of magic or whatever it is. Yeah. Or how Ron Weasley survives as a substitute teacher at Gr- Gringotts or whatever it's called. <laughs> substitute teacher at Gringotts. I don't know. Fucking, I don't care what Hermione gets up to in her like wizard fucking prostitute ring that she runs. I don't know. I don't know what she does. You know why? Because I am not interested. And she will insist on making more of this. Five films from a pamphlet of a book done for charity. I hope all the proceeds of this film go to charity. And the next film. And the next it film. Won't. And No, I know it won't. But I live in hope because that is the only way you can justify making five Fantastic Beasts. Because they need to restock that empty cupboard. Uh, should have the money. Oh, because all of those billions don't quite fill that magical vault that she has in Gringotts. Yeah, got it right that time. I knew it was Hogwarts was the school. <sighs> you done? Yeah, I'm done. Excited? Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably, cool. I'll probably go see him. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably go see him. Um, I'll, probably, I'll probably thrust the money into a cold hand. <laughs> you know, it's cold because her heart's cold and it's beating like a fucking vampire. Okay, we have some. <laughs> We had some trainers. Fuck it! it. Like, J.K. Rowling, stop now! (laughs) She's got islands, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) She's probably bought islands. We got some trainers, right? Okay. Reasonably. Tell tell me about these trainers that we've got. So you basically tell me if you've seen the trainer or not. (laughs) This is going to be a bad game. Okay. So Guardians 2 did a teaser trailer. No, and I don't want to see it just in case it ruins everything. It basically tells us nothing. I'm yeah, sure. I, yeah, but I don't want to see anything. I'm sure there were people. I saw the poster. Yeah. I saw the poster that was released. It looks pretty funny. And I'm sure the people who know a lot about guns and stuff like that might be able to get uh, You, you get more out of it if you read But the I think it uses the um, Uga Tracker. Okay, again, yeah, hooked yeah. on a feeling. Yeah, hooked on a feeling. And uh, uses that again. Um, and there's a nice bit of quipping between Peter Quinn and Drax. But it doesn't really give you too much. Oh, okay. you get to see Baby Groot as well. Yeah, but that's on the poster, right? Yeah. Um, the poster looks cool. But yeah, it's 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 nice to see that it's definitely happening. Not that I ever thought it wouldn't, but it's... What, the most successful film ever in my book? <laughs> well, not the most successful, but the most successful Marvel film that I've but ever seen. But it made me excited to kind of go back to that universe. Sure, sure. Um, we also had um, another trailer you won't have seen or give two uh, shits about. When are they making Howard the Duck into a film? Never. They should. They shouldn't. They should. They've tried. They've tried. They should do it again. Okay. Um, another trailer you, <laughs> you won't have seen. I'll fucking voice him. Okay. Be good, wouldn't it? Do do the voice. All right, I'm Howard. <laughs> My duck. <laughs> I'm doing this bullshit. Another trailer you won't have seen. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2. Seen it, mate. Have you actually? Yeah, it's trailed on the start of YouTube videos, isn't it? 
So do you, have you seen the whole thing? Yeah, just you know, it looks fine, but like you know, I, I was... the only game I've played in the last ten years was Alien Isolation, and now I don't need to play another game in my life. It looks looks um, beautiful. Looks, looks like looks a lot better visually than say the last one. I never got on board with Red Dead Redemption. Alright, number one. Of course it looks better visually than the last one. The last one was like six years ago. Right? Yeah. If it didn't look better visually than the last one, there would be something wrong with everyone. Yeah. Thing is, I I think, who was talking about it? Was it you yesterday with your friend? Maybe. Our friend Tom. Who was saying, oh, you go back and you've got the nostalgia goggles on and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. you, when you go back and play old games, you're like, like oh, but the N64 games always look really good in your head. Yeah. They do look good. And tell you what, go back to N64, I still maintain they look fucking good. Well, the N64 had the best game ever created on it. Yeah, GoldenEye. Pokemon Snap. Oh, you tricked me. No, no, it genuinely <laughs> is the best game ever made. It is for you. I think you'd be hard-pressed to find more people <laughs> than just you. Okay, yeah, but well, of course it's going to look... It looks quite wide-roaming and... It's, it's yeah, that... It's what is it called? Sandbox. Sandbox. Open, open world. world adventure. Uh, but yeah, it looks... I never really got on board with the first one, but it's one that I... played Westworld. It's one I, mean, I watched it. It's one I think I want to go back to and try again. Mm-hmm. Um, because my main problem with it was I didn't like the shooting mechanics, the way... It, the way he did shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like shooting mechanics either because Jason Statham does not deserve that. <laughs> uh, but no, there's a lot of excitement for it because obviously Red Dead was such a huge franchise. Um, but Is it technically a franchise if there's only one? There's two. There's Red Dead Revolver and then Red Dead Redemption. Oh. And then Red Dead Redemption 2. Ooh. Yeah, strange. Why do you not just call it something else? That's a question from Rockstar. Write it down. We'll send them a letter. So the main bit of news we wanted to actually talk about this week yeah. um, is a trader dropped. And, uh, <laughs> I, I know, because I saw it. A trader for the latest and final Wolverine film, just titled Logan. Yeah. Now, we've, we watched this together. You watched it first, man. Oh, yeah, I watched it, it like three times before you'd seen it. Um, now, I didn't know what to expect from this film. Like, we had an idea that it was going to be Old Man Logan. Mm-hmm. Um, because Hugh Jackman has said this is his final time out as Wolverine. Yeah. Um, and he's mentioned Old Man Logan in the past, and I've always said that I think if they do it, they should do Old Man Logan and Death of Wolverine in one. Um, and I didn't know what to expect, but I'll say, what did you think of the trailer first? Because obviously, I'm sure you say, my worst viewers, as somebody who doesn't like comic book movies, I want you to watch this. Well, the thing is, it starts really well in the sense that it uses Johnny Cash's cover of Hurt, right? Yeah. Which so, is a beautiful song. Already, you've endeared yourself to me. But it is a dangerous thing, because you can invoke the memory of that and then let me down massively. I can't think of another film where that's been used, but I'm sure there is one. Anyway. TMNT 2. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, imagine. Like, that's the end credits song. I wouldn't know, because I didn't say got out as soon as the film finished. No, they used the original TMNT of course they cartoon did. song. Uh, yeah, so basically, if the film is what the trailer looks like it's going to be, I've got no doubt in my mind that this will get into sort of my top five or six comic book films yeah. of all time. Mainly because it doesn't look 
hugely comic booky. It's more of a <clears throat> beg your pudding. <laughs> it's more of a personal story than it is like a big like world ending yeah. life saving. You know, it's not a big fucking. Oh well, there's a boss who's there's come down from portal. the yeah. There's not a fucking concrete donut like in Suicide Squad. <laughs> but it it looks like it could be quite a good way to end it. Now you know I've got full faith in the in the fact that I think with Hugh Jackman they've got someone who who likes and understands their character mm. and has an awful lot of affection towards that franchise, but doesn't want to be doing it all their life. So here they are saying. Right, this is it. This is the final one. If you can wrap up that storyline nicely, then absolutely, I'm on board with that. I think it looks... Admittedly, we've only got, what, an hour, uh, a, a minute and 20-something? Yeah. A minute and 40? It's not long enough to judge fully, but if that if that is then translated into a 90-minute, two-hour film, I'm fine. I Yeah, I if they can make now. it... Like I said to you today, one thing, I, one thing I need from this is because it's Hugh Jackman's last time out, I want them to kill the character of Wolverine off. Mm. Like, end his story. Mm. But it needs to be done in a cathartic way. I have to feel that the end justifies the amount of time we've spent with Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Because X-Men Origins, everyone could agree, was terrible. Yeah. Um, you know, that's not a good film. But I think the Wolverine was actually quite strong. I have seen one, which is, but I don't remember most of it. Um, I quite enjoy it, and I know I disagree with some people who still say, oh, Wolverine shouldn't have his solo things. But I think this is a nice next level to that character because there are interesting stories. We've explored, obviously, his origins in Bullshit City. We explored that whole Japanese era, era um, mm. where he spent a lot of time in Japan. Um, and now we're at the point where they've got to these more recent stories where they have killed they have killed off the character. And at the moment, technically, Wolverine is dead in Marvel Comics. In Marvel Comics? Yeah. Um, technically... He's still alive because when they did the whole Marvel no, shake-up, I don't care. They've got no. his daughter who's there, and then they've got Old Man Logan from a different dimension. There, it's weird. Why must they always have dimensions? Because it's an easy way to fix fuck ups they did in the past. Length, width, depth, time, and time. Those are the four dimensions. Um. But no, I think this looks really, really interesting, really great. It's great to see that it's him and Patrick Stewart. Mm. Like, we know the timeline's fucked, so I'm not even going to think about the timeline, because I know that was Barrett's first. Yeah, no. like, to be honest, quite frankly, I don't give a shit about the timeline. I don't I don't care enough about the franchise to, mm. to go, oh, but the timeline means that this can't... I've got no interest in the timeline. I want to see if they can make a decent film of this. And yeah. I'm not talking about decent comic book film. I'm talking about a decent film. And it looks like they probably do. can. If, if it's got a clear vision. If it hasn't, it'll end up being just another X-Men film. I'm not a huge fan of the X-Men series. I like X2 a lot. I think it's a good film. I'm not a huge fan of most of the others, I have to say. Mainly because they haven't ever explored the interesting stuff to me. Well, I think David Lee's past is great. Because they started treading into it, but I don't think they ever covered it properly. And the more interesting stuff is about social segregation, is about sort of uh, civil rights and stuff like that. Yeah. 
and they they do touch on it occasionally, but they don't ever make it. The no, main they kind of mention of it in X three, don't they? And then it's but the problem is they're also trying to do Dark Phoenix at the same mm. time. And it's... but it's again, it's that thing of going. They never really quite get the Magneto thing right for me. I never really feel like that character is as developed as it needs to be. No, and it's a hugely interesting one, and particularly with his position in opposition to. Charles Xavier mm-hmm. and his guys. There, there are more interesting films to be made out of this, but I don't want to see... I now, I've seen well, so many X-Men films that I don't want to just see them making another X-Men film for the sake of it. The Xavier and Magneto thing is two people trying to achieve the same goals through different through means. It, it's, it's the civil, Malcolm it's X Ma- and... Yeah, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X thing. That's the interesting story there. Problem is, they never really explore that one properly. It doesn't feel like they ever give it enough time to no. breathe and grow. It's why I feel X Men has to go back to Marvel in a way because I think they would know how to. And yes, I know when we had this discussion the other day, the point brought up it's confusing for the X Men wouldn't have been there for the whole of Phase Ones, One and Two and Three. Yeah, you know it's weird that they haven't. But I honestly believe that those guys know how to bring the best out of those stories. Or maybe you, this is it, maybe you set them in the era in which they most fit, which would be, you know, you go to the 1960s, you go and actually do, I know you've done that in the recent films, but it makes more sense to fit them in there where there is this, I don't know, I I, I just, you know, I would like them to not make any more X-Men films in an ideal world, because I don't think... I think even if you pass the rights back over to Marvel, you'll reach some kind of financial agreement where you say, we'll give you them if you give us like whatever. The so- like the Sony one. But then I don't want to see another X-Men film for at least five years now. Well, the thing is, I think it wouldn't happen for about another five years because of obviously they've already got stuff planned out. Mm. Um, but the Spider-Man thing was a fairly recent development. Yeah. And, and that's out next year. March, isn't it? June. Is this basically because we haven't mentioned Spider-Man Homecoming in this news episode? We have to mention it. Um, no, I, I, I basically I have a lot of love for those characters. I think they were some of my favourites when I was growing up, so I like to see it, and I, I want them to more than anything with Logan. I want them to do justice to that character, so that character, and also to Hugh Jackman, who's been a massive servant. And let's be honest, people didn't want Hugh Jackman as Wolverine when this all started. Well, he's been the only reason that franchise is still alive. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I thought the trailer looked incredible. Um, I've seen it too many times already. Um, and there's lots of little hints in there. Um, and the stuff that I'm not going to speak to you about, because I the stuff that I think might happen, but I really want to happen. Mm. But I think if it does happen, I want it to be a surprise to you. Yeah. Um, I'd prefer you to find that out in the film. Because, hey, I'm so, not going to go and research on my own, am I? No. No, you won't. I don't care. Um, so there is stuff I'm really hoping for, and if it does, I think it'll be a really, really fitting movie. Um, I'm and still potentially moving. I'm still angling for the entire soundtrack to be Johnny Cash. <laughs> that would be the way to go with it. I think they got some good songs, man. If you go from the American recordings, I mean, I could do a podcast about this. I'm going to wait until I do my Johnny uh, Cash. Cast. Okay. Cashcast, starring Alex Hudson. I think that's where we're going to have to leave it. Undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. About half an hour ago is where we're going to have to leave it. But no, Logan is, like, that's, for me, that is an exciting idea. Yeah, and I am really excited for it. Let's wrap this up. Go. As always, we've been great. You can find us, like, do self-aggrandizing. 
as always, you can find us on Stitcher, on iTunes, on Buzzsprout. All of these sites, you can rate on us. You can subscribe on us. And, uh, oh yeah, you can comment. Yeah. You'll be <laughs> leaving some good comments, guys. Five stars, two thumbs up, four thumbs up. Yeah. You can find us on Facebook, uh, where you can post graffiti on our wall. And In the throw sheep at us and poke us, I believe, is still a thing. You can find us on Twitter, uh, which is a new device that allows you to tell people what you've had for breakfast. <laughs> on Twitter, we're at DinosaurMan15. We on are Facebook indeed. with DinosaurMan Nerdcast. They could have found that out. Thank you to Johnny Nees <laughs> as ever for the song. This has been a weird end. Uh, I like the fact that I'm ending it as if it's 2006. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. You're welcome, Andy. You've been lovely. Thank you. Until next time. Don't go into the basement. <laughs> There's a murderer there. What was that? I don't know. It's a good, it's a good song, isn't it? <laughs> I'm going to think of more lyrics for that for next time.